For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. The pocket that you know. Welcome back to the Juice and Mo podcast, and what a night it was for the Sacramento Kings. It was an ugly game. 20-plus turnovers in a game on the road? That should be a fat L. 48 points in the first half? Maybe it's just not the Kings' night, but they found a way. It was dramatic. Harrison Barnes fouled. DeMar DeRozan on a three-pointer and one when it was a four-point game. It was tied at 114, but don't get it twisted. De'Aaron Fox says, it is my time. I am Mr. Clutch. Give me the ball and get out of my way. He had 12 points in the fourth until he hit the game. Winning three-pointer with seven-tenths of a second to go. The Kings go on the road to the Windy City and beat the Bulls who have been playing good basketball. 117 to 114. They're now back to the number two seed in the NBA's Western Conference. Most importantly, 9-2 since the All-Star break. And, oh, they reached a milestone. 41 wins. I'm Juice Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How are you doing tonight, Mo? Oh, I'm doing great because you know how I <laughs> love drama. And there was drama. There was drama at the end of that game. And and I mean, whether you want to see it end that way or not because it's your team. Yeah. I love the drama. Well, we're going to dive into it. And I know you guys are so used to Juice Mason being theatrical, right? You know, with his own music. You know, who could forget Turn On The Effing Jets? Never that forget. Not, that was, I think, New Year's Eve. Wow. That's part of the New Year's Eve special. It's been a while since I performed that song. Um, and just my epic intro. Yes. Tonight, it's Morgan's time. It is Morgan's time in honor of the Kings winning 41 games. Morgan has prepared something for you, the live audience. Morgan? <sighs> and I love drama. Whoa. Oh, don't you dare look down. Didn't you see that gleam? It's a lit up town. I said, shut up and light the beam. This laser is a king's fan's dream. They said, ooh, shut up and light the beam. Oh, mm. feel the drama. We were victims losing games in the most dark and depressing ways. A joke of the league, it was a shame. Oh, we were bound to see the laser, bound to see the laser. Mike Brown took charge. I don't know how it happened. They took the floor and they said, oh, don't you dare look down. Can't you see that gleam? It's a lit up town. They said, shut up and light the beam. This laser is a king's fan's dream. They said, ooh, ooh, ooh. shut up. my fog machine i was like gonna, that was the one time i was like i, I got like, into it hey shut up and light the beam 
time to charge. I don't know how it happened. They took the floor and they said, Oh, don't you dare look down. Can't you see that gleam? It's a lit up town. They said, Shut up and light the beam. This laser is a king's fan dream. They said, Ooh, shut up and light the beam. Let's go! Ugh, Morgan Reagan in the chat. Huh? If you like it, give us a hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. Oh my God. You guys are awesome. Oh, that's so funny. One more time for Morgan Reagan. Oh, thank you, Deuce. Thank you. Deuce, the songwriter and producer, I just sang it with whatever voice I have left. Oh. Probably because the fog machine, my throat is gone. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, you guys, I hope you're all just singing that at the. <laughs> the arena shut up and light the beam you know what's crazy about this what? is uh, before we dive into the game what we are circle your calendars put it in your phone deuce and mo will have a live event yes our first live event we will be doing a show live in person april 14th that's a friday night 7 p.m downtown sacramento we'll let you know the location and when tickets go on sale they won't be Super expensive or anything. It's literally just to cover the cost of the venue. We're going to cap it at like 140 people. Yeah. It's going to be the night before the NBA playoffs, before the Kings start their playoff journey. And maybe just maybe Morgan performs that live. Uh, huh? If I perform that live, you're going to perform something else live. Yeah, I, give me a stage. Oh. Give get, me a mic. Yep, there you go. And get out of my way. I mm, uh, mm, appreciate mm. you guys. That was a fun way to start the show night. Especially after a shot Dude. like De'Aaron Fox had in that fourth quarter. Mr. Clutch, baby. Let's go. It was big time stuff from De'Aaron Fox at the end of this game. Uh, it was really, really nice. 114-114. Kings out of timeouts. They used their last one for the challenge. Fox advances the dribble across the logo. Five seconds to go. It's all on his shoulders. Fox rocks. He fires for the win. He's got the triple. Seven-tenths of a second remaining. The three-point shot will be reviewed. It's not over yet, but fourth quarter Fox has come through one more time. Now, are they reviewing to see if it's a two or a three? DeRozan says it's a three. <laughs> All right, three-point three goal is good. Fox puts the Kings on top with seven-tenths of a second to go. Well, from the length of the floor, here's the inbound. And it's broken up by Fox. Great anticipation. It was intended for Levine. And the Kings will walk off the floor with a victory to open this road trip. Is it wild that a great call can make me, like, almost tear up? G-Man, fantastic fantastic last call wow big time stuff from the g-man gary gerald De'Aaron fox so poised in that situation he finishes tonight leading the kings in scoring with 32 points he had 15 of those in the fourth quarter he did on 12 of 17 shooting four of six from downtown in this game and the kings escape with a victory in chicago 117 to 114 morgan I know the fog's really getting to you right now. No, no, I'm. You I'm know, if, 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 don't talk about it. I'm good. <laughs> Let, well, let's just like pretend it's not here. It's hard to pretend when you got your face like this. I'm fine. Okay, hang in there. Okay, the windows are open. So big time performance from Where De'Aaron Fox tonight, Morgan. This game was ugly, but what this shows me again, yeah, is that this team's just beyond legit. Like, stop questioning this team and what they are. Okay, yep. they are a good team. 
and they have come out of the All-Star break. They are 9-2 and two out of the break. And tonight was one of those games that was ugly. They only mustered 48 points in the first half. They couldn't get anything going. Mike Mm-mm. Brown was using some crazy-ass lineups without the services of Trey Lyles, who's missing tonight with a one-game suspension. He was trying some different things. It wasn't working out. They are throwing the ball everywhere. In the game, the Kings finished with 20 turnovers, but they get it going in the second half. A big third quarter with 37. In the fourth, they had 32, and they win 117-114. to Good teams find a way to win ugly. They won ugly tonight. There's so many things I did not like about this game. And for them to still pull out the win, and in so many ways, late, it felt like they 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 had the confidence and the control. Like, oh no, we know we're gonna win this one. And not, oh no, we're gonna win this one, so we're being lackadaisical. It's it's like once they took the lead or kept making it a tie game, it still felt like they were the the better team. They were the more confident team. Um, like and they are. They they are, especially going up against the Bulls, but we were worried going into this game. Zach Levine has been on a t- on a tear, and I Dude. think he scored below his average as of late. Um, and it's what the Kings' offense can create late in a game. Malik Monk being a spark off the bench like he is, Deuce. It's that type of play that just makes this Kings team come to another level late in games. It's not going to be pretty every night. And tonight was a great example. I feel like the Kings looked a little tired for whatever reason. And by the way, the Bulls had three days off. They came out of the break playing some good basketball. As of today, going into the game, they were five and three after the break. In fact, Vegas thought this game was going to be a close close one. They had the Kings favored by like a point, point and a half. Uh, We should also know Alex Caruso did not play in this game. But the Bulls coming into tonight after the All-Star break were sixth in defensive rating and they were third in offensive rating. It seemed like they have gotten things going. You mentioned Levine being on an absolute tear. He wasn't as impactful tonight from an efficiency standpoint. He had 25 points on 7 of 22. DeRozan, unbelievable. The guy who never hits threes. Yeah. Knocks down four of them tonight. And talk about big ones. He had two threes and one, including that one late that was trash. Well, isn't it? Isn't it and not odd? that the shot wasn't trash. It was a yeah. trash call. And we'll talk about yeah. that in a second. Because isn't it odd, though, that all these point guards out there or guards, they all of a sudden can shoot well against the Sacramento Kings? I mean, what has Russell Westbrook done this year <laughs> against the Kings beyond the arc? And then you see DeMar DeRozan, who is a just incredible in the mid-range game, but then shoots from deep against the Kings and even gets the and one at the end. Just, yeah, it, it sucks when you see it happen and it does make you question the Kings defense and if teams just feel more confident or players, individuals feel more confident when shooting against a team like the Kings. Um, you got it. You still got to do a better job, but at the same time, he's their leading scorer. He's a guy that carries them all throughout the season. Uh, let's start just talking about De'Aaron Fox, Morgan, because it, it's really outrageous what he is doing. And after he hit the shot, you saw him mouth, I'm fucking nice. <laughs> and that, I think, speaks volumes to where he is uh, with his confidence. Yes. Tonight, I thought he took two questionable shots. Okay. And we're, they were his two threes late. He had that one in the corner that was a four, uh-huh. so another one. He shot that last one with so much confidence. He was efficient tonight. You know, the Kings were sloppy with the ball. He had five turnovers. He had some really bad passes tonight. But in general, that guy is so poised. I thought he hit that dagger late in the game. Now Fox 
against Kobe White. Crosses to his right, pulls up, 18-footer. He's got the bucket. The fourth quarter closer, De'Aaron Fox, has given the Kings a 112-106 advantage with 41 seconds to go. 12 for Fox in the fourth quarter. I thought that was it. I thought it was all over. Of course, it got more dramatic. We'll get into it. But De'Aaron has 180 clutch points scored this season. That's ahead of Jimmy Butler by 42. We talk about this new clutch award. Like, he is getting it. But forget the award for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about this guy has been taking over fourth quarters all year, hitting big shots. Even if he's kind of struggling, it's like, hey, fourth quarter's here. Here comes Fox. And tonight... He hit some huge shots, and then, of course, that big three-pointer to win it. Deuce, and it's translating into W. Yeah. Like, that's that's the biggest part about all this. I remember in the beginning of the season when the Kings were 0-4 and De'Aaron Fox was, you know, playing out of his mind. And I wanted to talk shit to so many people about <laughs> how good he was and the leap that he had taken, but they weren't winning games. And now, since then, I mean, you've just seen this team grow, develop together with De'Aaron Fox being one of their two main leaders out there and truly having so many moments like this where you know teams know they game plan against no against De'Aaron Fox knowing what he can do in a fourth quarter and still can't stop it the shot's gone so much better and so much better it, for a guy who is so fast his ability to just kind of slow down and make something happen has been tremendous and i just the growth. He's turned into the one of the league's best players. And I'm not trying to do a hot take thing here. He's not going to win the MVP. Yeah. But you're going, look, we're this deep in this season. Mm-hmm. And I know Luco is being in, named in there in the top five. Mm-hmm. He's missing time now. That team's below 500. Fox is going to get some MVP votes this year. I think Giannis is going to win it. It's like, to me, it's like Giannis and Embiid at this point. Jokic dropping a little bit. Giannis. You can put Tatum in the mix. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Look at what he's doing this year. It's so, I mean, to me, I, I wasn't even saying this the other day until the game against the Sacramento Kings. It's so obvious that it's Giannis as of right now, but you know, people can, it's it's still close with Joel Embiid right there. Being able to put De'Aaron Fox even in the conversation, sometimes I do question myself. I go, oh, is that my King's biases because I'm watching him every single night? But what I'm watching every single night with De'Aaron Fox out there is is MVP caliber play when you're carrying your team to a victory at the end of a game and no one can stop you. I mean, isn't that when it matters most, right? And in putting the the win-loss columns, isn't that what matters at the end of the day? So to so many people, that is their um their curriculum. What what would it be for MVP? Their their criteria. Thank you. Oh, I'm yeah. like, why can't I think of that with the C word? Um, their criteria. It's a good C I know. Word. I know. <laughs> their criteria for uh, an NBA MVP. And I feel like he's checking a lot of those boxes. Yeah. And he's not going to win it. No. I'm aware. I'm no, just no, saying, no. We're talking about MVP like conversation. I'm like, he's going to get some votes. Yeah. I'm not saying first place votes or anything like that. He is playing that great. What is crazy, though, is like you could also make a case for Sabonis as well for how good he has been. Yeah. The Kings are the number two seed. And all of a sudden, you look at what's happening in the, the Western Conference right now, Morgan, and it's like, dude, they're making a huge push here where the conversation after the break, after the uh, All-Star break, after the deadline, was, are the Kings going to be able to stay in the top six? Well, to me, they're in a position now to just stay in the top three. You know what I mean? Like, 
looking at the standings right now, it looks pretty good for Sacramento. They are moved into the two spot, and because Denver's falling apart a little bit here, they've lost four in a row. They should be able to get it together. Maybe it's just a late-in-the-season thing for that group. I don't know, but Murray looks like he's limping around. Porter couldn't defend me out there at this point, and Jokic has not had his finest moments out there uh, recently. They've lost four in a row. The lead is down to four and a half for the number one seed. Sacramento and Memphis tied in the Western Conference, so Memphis is number three. Morant gets back in a couple of games. Uh Uh-huh. So that's going to impact things, but they're still like they were losing with Morant too. So who knows what that looks like? And then on the Suns, through the four spot right now, yeah, the Kings' lead on the Suns has ballooned. It's a what is that? I should do math. You four and a half. Good. It's good, at four good. and a half, and they're in a position to have the tiebreaker. I know they play one more time, and then they they've got a nice lead on Golden State and the Clippers too. Like the Kings are in a great position here to have home court advantage. In the first round. And that's why games like this really do matter. And that's why I was a little confused mm. with some of those rotations mm. in the beginning of this game. Um, I was a little disappointed in Mike Brown at first. Again, ends up with a win. Um, some guys get other minutes. You're not tiring out your guys for a big game against the Nets tomorrow on a four-game road trip. All those things. They know what they're doing. I am, like, I'm full-on trusting what Mike Brown is doing. But it feels... Felt a little weird when Alex Lynn went in there only because he hasn't been in. And then the lineups that he was with. Yeah. I felt like the lineups were very weird tonight, especially in that first half, because the Kings were clearly kind of a mess. But Davion came in a little earlier than usual. Usually he comes in at like the six mark, six minute mark, sometimes a five. He came in at the 704 mark, and that was fine. So they bring Mitchell in. But then uh, later in that quarter at the 314 mark, Kings get off to the slow starts, 21-15. They go with Mitchell Monk, Kessler Edwards, Chemeze Metu, and Sabonis. And I'm looking at that lineup going, wait, how is Sabonis supposed to get anything going with no spacing? He already gets so much attention as it is. Like, this is going to be relatively easy for the Bulls to defend yeah. when you've got Mitchell, who's not known as a shooter, uh-huh. Kessler Edwards, who, you know, I don't know. I think we're still learning if, like, is his shot legit or not? Sure. It's been hit or miss, whatever. We know Metsu can't space the floor. He's like a 25% three-point shooter, and Sabonis can't. That was weird. And then it got weirder because then they take Sabonis out late in that quarter, and they go with Funk. Funk. <laughs> I combined Fox and Monk. Actually, that's not bad. Hey, Ooh, I love the Funk. Uh, Fox, Monk, Kessler, Edwards, Metsu, and Len. Your front line to Chemezi Metsu and Alex Lynn. Well, the interesting part is you look at those lineups and you do see one of your two guys, Sabonis or Fox. Yeah, but they waited too long to get those guys back on the floor at the same time. Agreed. And in that, that I, it it sucked because it felt like they built something good to start the game. And then once they started going with those rotations, those lineups uh, was when the Bulls started fighting back. Now that it's the NBA that happens is game of runs. It's going to happen anyway. Um, and I know if we weren't talking about the rotations, we might be complaining about the amount of yeah. minutes that De'Aaron Fox played. So it's like, what do you do? Yeah. And in all fairness, uh, at the Kings with all that, those different lineups, they were able to get back in the game, right? They end up in the first quarter only being down five. And it felt like, God, they're just not playing good basketball. You know, at one point, in the in the second quarter, you're looking up and it's like halfway through and they've got nine turnovers and you're going, they gotta clean this up if they're Shit gonna have a chance sloppy. to win. Shots weren't falling at all. The three point shot wasn't falling, 
and they were trying different things. They end up being down at the half, 58-48, and we're going, it's not often you see the Kings struggle to get 48 points. I mean, we've seen them score 40-plus in a quarter multiple times this year. 48 and a half? It was bizarre. <laughs> yeah, which made it not pretty. It wasn't as fun, right? Because, I mean, when they're not having their fun, free-flowing offense and scoring a bunch of buckets, it's not usually like they're dominating on the defensive end. Now, they held their own defensively. There was still, what, a 10-point deficit at the half? Yeah. Um. So it, it was still scary. You never want to go into halftime being down like that, especially in third quarters. I know now this season it seems like Kings have just done so much better in, in the second half of games and making their adjustments at the half and Mike Brown holds his standards high for third quarters and you can't just screw up otherwise you're going to come out of the game so it was great to see the way that they fa they faced adversity they fought back and I think that's our main point of this whole game is the way that they ended up finishing this one yeah. now late though it did get a little scary too with every when was it Levine that got that dunk and then it became a three-point game? Oh and it was God, like, yeah. why aren't we putting any pressure on him? The game is not over. I know you don't want to draw the foul, but you got to do something a little bit a little bit more something. Yeah, there it was just a wild game, and it felt like the Kings just could not get any consistent rhythm offensively because of the passing. Yeah. And the Bulls have a good defense. I get it. But like some of the passing by the Kings tonight, it was just poor decision-making. I mean, when you get five turnovers from Fox, I think you had... Three from Keegan Murray in 29 minutes. You had three from Sabonis in 40. I mean, the guy was really good. He had triple-double, 14, 17, and 10. I'm, it's hard to criticize what he did out yeah. there tonight. But then, you know, you go to your bench, and Davion had three turnovers in 15 minutes. Oh, You know, Malik Monk oh. had three turnovers in 23 minutes. All of a sudden, you add them all up. You got 20 turnovers turning into 23 points. You go, God, if the Kings just hold on to the ball a little bit tonight... They probably run away with this game. That's it. And that's and that's where that's where I mean the criticism will go into the game, but I still want to ride the wave of the joy. Sure, of yeah, yeah. I'm what not... Deer and Fox did. No, and I'm the one that brought all that up. And then I'm realizing, well, you know, it was fun what Sabonis and Monk were doing in the two man game. Oh, you saw Kevin Herter moving without the basketball there for a backdoor cut. Malik Monk knocking down some threes. A lot of fun stuff in this one as well. Yeah, the fourth quarter is back and forth. Um, 99-94 Chicago nearing the halfway point of the quarter. You're like, is this thing going to fall apart? Um, and then Fox, then, then it gets cut to two, which was great. And then Sabonis was able to get them the lead. It was a nice response. It was 100-99. to And you're going, what is happening? Can we take better shots? You got a turnover, then a Fox airball from three. And it seemed like you're just hanging around. The tough sequence was when it was 102.99 after um, a Fox jumper, right? Then HB fouls DeRozan on a three. DeRozan I, makes the three. He makes the three. <laughs> and they go, and they go, we got to review this. I just don't like this call in the NBA. It's a Zaza Pachulia rule. So they go review it, call it a flagrant foul because he went in the landing area. I'm not just saying oh, this because it one. went against the Kings. Yeah, I'm talking about the first time. The first the one. First Did one. he make that one too? Yes. Oh, God. I he forgot made that it. he made that one. They review it, say it's a flagrant foul. And I don't know. I just felt like watching it, maybe it was the one angle they were showing on TV where I'm like, what are you supposed to do as a defender in that? Because it definitely looked like DeRozan jumped forward into it. It didn't look totally natural. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in DeRozan three-point shots. Hell, he doesn't take many of them. Yes. But 
That one looked a little unnatural to me. I thought his momentum took him forward rather than like kicking out his foot, which again, either he way though. It was definitely, he moved forward more. It wasn't kicking out the foot. Either sure. way, Barnes, I guess, was in his landing area. And I just go, as a defender, what are you supposed to, you need to contest the shot. It's tough. It's tough. It's, uh, you know, Deuce, it, that doesn't, I mean, I was going to say it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens more than you'd think. And I I want yeah. I want the shooter to be safe, you know? Yeah, Todd and, and uh, uh, Chrono, I always mess it up. It's Chronometer. Why okay. do I mess that up? He's in our Discord all the time. Uh, it says that's just how he shoots. He moves forward a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, and you could be right. I'm not going to sit here and, like, argue that. It just didn't seem like HB was really trying to close out super hard on him, is my point. And that's, and that's what sucks about it. It's like, I wish there was something more about the the intent of the defender, right? Like it's, it's, you're trying to protect, but you hope that Harrison Barnes doesn't stop closing out like that just because a shooter has a tendency of jumping forward on their shot, right? Yeah. Just because they don't jump up on their shot and they jump out, that shouldn't be on you to be like, oh, I got to really study up on every personnel, so I got to close out differently in the heat of the moment. That was a tough sequence because, of course, he buried the three. It's a flagrant foul, so you get, on that situation, uh, you get two free throws to make one, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes the first one. Then they get the ball. Luckily, uh, they did not score, but all of a sudden, they've got the lead again. You're like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Um, and so it was, that was frustrating, but the Kings responded. Um, and then late in the game, you think the Kings have control when they're up 6 112, 106, and then it gets a little crazy, right? I think you mentioned some of the plays late, but the one call that we would be complaining about nonstop after the game had De'Aaron Fox not made that shot and they lost in overtime or whatever, if they had just lost that game, what happened when DeRozan gets fouled again on a three? 15.7, trying to deflect. Inbounds pass goes to Vucevic. Four-point Kings lead to DeRozan. He fires for three. He's got it, and he was fouled! Oh, my goodness! I can't believe that the Kings made that mistake. Harrison Barnes was screened off, but somehow he made contact, and it's going to be DeRozan with a chance to tie. Okay. They show the replay. Harrison Barnes got him. Don't you, you made a hitting motion. There was no, there was no hitting. There was maybe, maybe even like this. He grazed his, grazed it. There, like it, if anything, you know what they called? What? He touched his elbow and it was so light. It tickled him. It tickled it DeRozan. Tickles. It tickled it tickles. him. He's like, hey! And he made the shot. Yeah. No, that's a fact. You yeah. Harrison, you can't tickle in that situation. Yeah, you, you got to stop tickling, guys. That's you, weird. They're, they're, you just can't tickle in that moment of the game. Morgan, I'm sorry. And I know the last two-minute report's going to say, no, it was a foul. That's a foul in today's game. We're calling that a Deuce. foul. If DeRozan, if they don't call that a foul, mm-hmm. does DeRozan even complain about it? It did nothing to the shot. It did nothing. I, I understand completely what you're saying. And I don't think anyone is wrong for saying that. But at the same time, I look at it. If roles were reversed, I would want that call. Stop it. Are you serious? I mean, now, now listen to me really quick before you interrupt with a lot of emotion. Um, and this is completely different, so don't interrupt. 
beginning of the season, Kevin Herter gets clobbered by Clay Thompson. They don't call a foul at all. Clobbered is right. Clobbered. Yes. Not tickled. Clobbered. And they don't call it. And being on the other side of things, it's really frustrating when it's like, if that's deemed a foul, you got to be fair. It's deemed a foul. But you got to call it. And that's why I'm like. If we're calling that contact, I get it. Morgan. I get it. They don't. There's plays in a game they don't call that contact, and you're gonna call it at the end of a game. I'm usually I'm usually That's on not, the side of things that you're on right now, but I'm I just mean, trying to be more fair towards just, these things. I just look at it and go, Harrison tried everything he could do not to touch him, and he may have. Gri- There's some people who don't think he even touched him. I'd have to see more replays. We're doing this pretty soon after the game, but yeah. the replays I saw on the broadcast, it was like if anything, he might have lightly touched him. It didn't alter the shot. And you're going, this is how this game is going to go. And maybe, this is how but it's maybe, go. maybe the physical touch, because it was when the ball was still in his hand, maybe the physical touch yeah. is what altered the shot, the tickle. It tickled in. It tickled, it tickled it in. in. But and, and look, I, again, people are going to say it's contact. It's a foul. It's fine. It, I'm not going to sit here and argue all day about this because I just look at that situation and go, I don't think it impeded on him. The contact was minimal. This game, believe it or not, it's going to have contact. You're going to have contact in the game. Is that contact worthy enough to call an and one in that game? I don't think so. But DeRozan also sold it. You know, yeah, well, good for him. And you should do that. Exactly. That's a clutch shot. That's a big time shot. You're down four. That's what you need to do. (laughs) And he knocked it in. DeRozan was really good tonight. He He was was really good tonight. So I'm not not being a hater. I don't like. I'm I'm starting to get sensitive to this now because Bucks fans were hitting us up like crazy oh my the God, other night, so evil. and now like I don't want Bulls fans going, dudes, oh, duh, duh, duh. Kings fans, take yeah. your beam and shove up your ass, huh? That's um, and that's and that's why too though. I mean, honestly, on like really honestly, if it rolls were reversed, you would still want that look, call. You would want that call. I would not. Oh, come on, Deuce. Because I don't think it's a foul. I would be like, yeah, I mean, you can you can call it. And again, it's I'm sure the All NBA right. the NBA is gonna say it was a foul in the last two minute report. Right. But physical touch. My pushback is like that is such a light touch that that is disgusting. That's fine. It's disgusting. Sabonis, there were time there was there was a game a couple of games ago. I don't know if you guys even saw the replay. At one point, I think Giannis and Brooke Lopez were just Cold cocking, like punching him in the yeah. face. Multiple refs didn't see it. Refs well, they didn't. didn't they didn't call. They didn't call. They a thought, single. hey, the guys going after a rebound. Sabonis never made it, it was to the fight free throw club. line, and I loved it because I posted that photo of Brooke Lopez holding his arm while he was going for yeah. a dunk, and he did not even shoot a free throw that night. And I'm always along the lines like, yeah, guys are gonna, <laughs> guys or refs are gonna miss things, blah blah blah, whatever. But you have a guy like Domas yeah, yeah. who has not only earned the respect, but is down there battling with scratches and punches along his body all game long. Like you gotta, you you gotta protect him a little bit. One of my favorite things about what? tonight. What? Mike Brown saved his challenge and was able to challenge in that moment. I and know. That's, that's what I would have been sick if they were not able to challenge it. Yeah. And luckily they did, and he lost it. But that's why you have those late in the yep. game, is to challenge in those situations. But at the end of it, they tie the game at 114, and De'Aaron Fox, clutch. Unbelievably clutch. And that's not the only thing tonight. Demonis Sabonis with another triple-double. He is second in the NBA in triple-doubles. He moved past Luka tonight. So 
It's he's having an unbelievable season too. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's been fun. Like we said the other day, the Sacramento Kings are getting so much love and they deserve all the love. And I think when you look at our Kings community and some of these numbers that these the records that they're breaking within the Kings organization, Will Z has t- tweeted out that De'Aaron Fox is now only one game behind Chris Webber for most 30-point games in Kings history. That's insane. Yep. Dude. It's it, it's really insane what he's doing this year and i think i i realize i i've said insane like 800 times this Say year it again insane you know what this word, whole season insane i've been using the word wild a lot wild because i stopped using crazy as much and then i started going to wild i need to use a yeah, different one yeah, yeah. so um you want to hear some De'Aaron fox after the game mark yeah, jones yes. and katie christensen talk to him all right De'Aaron fox joining us right now De'Aaron, what a thrilling finish to that ball game you ended up with 32 points take us through the time that the ball goes through the hoop for the free throw for Chicago, and then you walk it up court and end up with the game winner. What was your thought pattern? Oh, I mean, just get a just get a good shot. Uh, I don't know if they were gonna, I don't know if they were gonna hit, which is a, a double team for most teams. Uh, right. I don't know if they were gonna double. And once it got to four seconds, and I was like, they're not gonna double. Uh, I knew I could just pick a spot and and, and raise up, and uh, and the ball went in. We talk so much about the trust that Mike Brown has in both you and DeMontis Sabonis in that situation. Is that your call completely? Are you you, you getting the ball in out of bounds and, and he's putting it all on your plate saying, I, I trust you implicitly? Yeah, obviously uh, with that time, we didn't have a timeout. But uh, even mm-hmm. at times when we when we do have a timeout, um, uh, Domas and I will just tell him, don't call it. Um, I tell him if, if, if I want a ball screen, he'll set it. And I tell him if usually if a team is going to double team the ball screen, I'm going to hit him early and he makes a play. And uh, if I don't feel like a team is going to double team, then, then I go make a play. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he puts a lot of responsibility on us. And um, as, as the leaders of this team, we have to be able to step up and take that responsibility. A little bit earlier, you had hunted Kobe White, it seemed, in a little mm. screen action. Uh, was that something deliberate on your part, or did this work out that way? Uh, for me, a lot of times I try to get guys who are smaller, um, not necessarily um, what people would call bad defenders. Uh, I'm, I'm more so looking for someone who's not 6'7", uh, 6'8", six, six, with a 7-foot <laughs> wingspan so I can get to a spot and just shoot over him. So uh, that's pretty much what that was. I got to ask you about DeMontis Sabonis, his fourth triple-double, De'Aaron, in the last five games. Can you talk about the mentality that you're seeing from him as you guys are ramping up to finish out this regular season strong uh-huh. and, and get where you want to be in the postseason? Uh, we talk about this all the time, man. He, he does so much for us. And, I mean, his approach to the game is just very steady. Obviously, you're not going to have a great game every time out. But um, even when he's not having good games, obviously, he's, he's going to grab 15 boards. He's going to score 15 points. Um, obviously, he has the ball in his hands a lot. And he creates for us so much, even if, you know, the turnovers are high some games. Uh, he still creates so much offense for us. So, um, I mean, we, we, we ride him for, uh, for a majority of the game. And then obviously in the fourth quarter, um, I think my scoring it really helps us. De'Aaron, did that feel at all, the ending of that game in particular, like Orlando? I mean, it was eerily similar, the way you walked it up court, except this time you didn't pull from like yeah, 30. Yeah, I think this is a much, <laughs> much better shot 23? this time. Much better shot this time. Uh, but, yeah, um, I mean, obviously DeMar hit the, hit the free throw. I mean, he made... A lot of big shots for them tonight, and um, especially with the game, with the game tied. I mean, there's not a lot of pressure you miss. You know, you go to overtime. So, um, but for me, I'm confident in, in taking any shot at the end of the game. Darren, thanks a lot for joining us, bro. You are playing at an all NBA level right now. Big win on the road to start off this four-game road trip. I'm sure that Baby Rain is 
going to sleep pretty well after that jumper. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to sleep well. I, I can't tell you if he's going to sleep well just because of that. Yeah. <laughs> There's Jaron Fox and Mark Jones and Katie Christensen on NBC Sports California after that Kings win tonight. Yeah. I mean, he's he's done it all year, man. And to see where he is at this point compared to this point last year, it's in, what a time! It's, it's, what a time! It's some. Um, it, it's all it, we all saw this. Like we're like he could be this, but now it's getting to a level where you're going all NBA. The, yes, the thing that I think surprises me the most, you guys, is the the giant leap that was taken this season. I was expecting like a leap. Oh, we're gonna see him do so many things better. Maybe Mike Brown will bring some defense out of him. It's like it was all there. But the right people are really digging out of him. He's digging it out of himself to really be the player that he was supposed to be in the NBA. I want to give some love tonight, too, to our friends. Some people are asking about the shirt I'm wearing right yeah. now. It's this awesome King shirt. This is dope. It's uh, Doug Christie punching Rick Fox. <laughs> um, you can watch it on the video stream later, audio people. But uh, MidtownSack.co. They make amazing stuff. And they just released local. a new shirt today. It's a local place. Dude, this is pretty epic. So cool. Um, it's a light the beam shirt. Let me show it on the screen here. And it has all these Easter eggs. They asked us a while back, like, hey, could we put you on a shirt? Like in the shirt. I'm like, yeah, sure. And they put us on the shirt. It says, give me a hell yeah. And Morgan Sink, fire the laser. G-Man's on it. Bonnie McNair. Mike, Mike Brown. Brown screaming. Ah! Actually, we're right next to Pute Guy. Yeah. Remember Pute Guy? Man. Yeah, Vomit Man. Um, yeah, a ton of different Easter eggs on here and they've got like the t-shirt and the hoodie. If you go to midtownsack.co, it's pretty dope. Such an honor, by the way. Oh my so God. Thank Are you, you guys. Yeah. No, like truly they are such cool people to support local man. Yeah. yeah. Check them out. It's yep. really well done. And we're on it. We're, we're on a shirt. Honestly, it's pretty epic. I know. It's pretty epic it's they put so, us on there. Like, we didn't have to put ourselves on a shirt like someone else did. Yeah. That's no. so cool. That was really cool. Thank you. So check that out. Um, also, we should mention that tonight's Night Chat, presented by our friend Sean Stanfield over at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Sean's your guy. If you're looking to buy a house, hit him up. Don't waste time. Hit him up. He's a big Kings fan, and he can help get you into the your home the home of your dreams. Mm. And he's got all the answers. It's not easy going through the whole buying a house. Can I afford it? Does it make sense? Is the time right? He can answer all those questions to make your purchase experience positively different. He's got access to all the tools you need. He's going to shoot you straight. I've known him for over a decade. He's had a couple of our podcast listeners go work with him. And it's worked out quite well. Great feedback, too. I actually had someone else hit me up the other day going, hey, what's this information? Well, great. I'm glad you asked. You can hit him up, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield or 916-276-7563. That's 916-276-7563. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval. NMLS ID number 349707. Company NMLS ID number 2611. Thanks so much to our friends at Guarantee. Right. Guarantee. Right. right. Also presented by a New York Times bestselling author, the one and only T 
R. Reagan. She's a badass and she's a thriller author. So if you like thrillers and you like books that are actually based in Sacramento and you want to sleep with one eye open because you're going to be scared as fuck, go read some of my mom's Excuse books. Me? So sorry. Scared shit. Um, go read some of my mom's books. Uh, Kindle deals right now for you on Amazon too. Like there's a lot of books that she has under $5 on Amazon. So you can go to amazon.com, just search TR Reagan, or you can go to trreagan.com and look at all her books. I just realized she's going to be so mad that I was cussing. Yeah, she is. She is. She's going to be really mad. But uh, if you read her books, she shouldn't be mad. She's dark. She's twisted. They're great books. Buckle up. They're fun. Check it out. Appreciate everyone's support of the Deuce and Mo podcast. Uh, Morgan, other things that jumped out to me tonight, just going over some of the numbers. The Kings shoot under 50% tonight, but still got to 48%. They're 18 of 42 from three, but that was after a slow start. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From downtown, they were in the first half struggling from beyond the arc. At halftime, the Kings were 6 of 19. Uh, So they hit 12 threes. In the second half. And and I'm and I'm so happy that they didn't. Obviously, Malik Monk just got things going. We haven't talked about Malik. We got to give him some love. He had 11 points in that third quarter. Do it quarter. now. Do it now. He has some big-time shots. Yes, he did. Some much-needed threes. He he sparked them. He they got did. to a nice start in the third, but he sparked them even more. He did. He was that, he was that spark. He was the energy that they needed, especially with that flat first half that they all played with. And when he gets things going, it can either it can go one of two ways, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's always, um, what are you doing? Or hell yeah, keep going, don't stop. But Just he's go. trying to make something happen in the second half. We mentioned De'Aaron having a big fourth quarter with uh, fifteen points. De'Aaron had twenty one points in the second half on seven of eleven shooting, three of five from three. Malik Monk in the second half had seventeen points. On five of seven from downtown mm. and some big time threes for the Sacramento Kings. Even Kevin Herter had a nice second half. You know, Kevin, his minutes have been kind of up and down recently. He finished with 15 points in the game. He also had five dimes for Sacramento. He knocked down four of seven from three-point range, and three of those came in the second half. The second half was just much better for Sacramento. Well, they were moving so much more without the basketball, right? And it wasn't just like they were relocating along the arc. They were trying to move and slash through the key. You saw Kevin Herter have a nice backdoor cut. You saw guys actually slashing through the paint a little bit more, trying to get those paint touches. All those things do is just create so much more chaos for a defense. And it creates so much more of a flow for these shooters and the way that they step into a shot, especially when they're coming off a screen or just getting a nice, good chest pass um, and shooting off that. But loved what Herter had to do. The, uh, the other guy I was going to mention was Keegan Murray. Um, yeah, he, he got off to a really slow start. Some bad passes early where I don't know if it was miscommunication or whatever it was. It yeah. just wasn't precise at all. Not knocking down his shots. He rebounded well tonight. He did. And good job mentioning that because I think even Chris Watkins had made a good point today when we were talking to him on the Daily Show uh, just about how, hey, 
Keegan's a rookie and he's reached that mark of how many college games that they're used to playing and they're at that mark now uh, in the NBA. And so like, could it be a little bit of a fatigue thing? He's got to work his way out of it, but it's always something that you, you've got to make sure that you're factoring in um, and taking a look at because he has been in a little bit of a slump and you just, you really want to see him get out of it. Kessel Edwards got 18 minutes again tonight, not yeah. knocking down his shot and he ends up one of five from three-point range. He missed a big free throw late. So did HB. But HB, I thought he had his moments tonight, too, where oh. defensively there were some tough matchups, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he battled, and I thought he got some timely things for Sacramento again. I mean, I don't know how many times we have to say it, but this guy who is not someone that you count on every night to give you a ton of points, I feel like the pecking order, you got Fox, a bonus, and then... It's like, all right, who's the other guy that's going to step up on a given night? Sometimes it's it Herder. Sometimes it's Monk. I thought tonight, HB again, when the Kings needed a bucket and they were not they were settling for threes, mm-hmm. got to the free throw line. He was 9 of 10 from the line, missed one late. And that's it. It was late. It, you, you saw, like, throughout the game, I mean, when he was 8 for 8 at the free throw line, it was like, oh, they really can depend on Harrison Barnes to just go downhill and find something. It's because he's so strong. Um And it's like, I'm sometimes stunned that teams aren't able to really stop it. But I think he just has such a good feel um, for the game as like a veteran with the way that he does get in the paint. And he just knows where he needs to go, where he wants it off the glass, and then can also draw the foul. Well, it's a quick turnaround for the Sacramento Kings. They are back in action tomorrow night against a tough Nets team. We're going to talk about that in a second. But we need to give some love to all you guys watching us live. Appreciate you guys. It's a Wednesday night. It's late, midweek. You guys are here hanging out with us after Thank a win. You. Appreciate you guys on YouTube and on Twitch. And shout out to the people who have donated, too. The Super Chats have been incredible. Of course, wow. um, our guy Kenneth donated 50 memberships tonight to our Thank YouTube you. community. That's awesome. Also, Ranger gifted more subs on Twitch. Appreciate the support there. Uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, Ipodicus became a member. Appreciate Ron donating 2 bucks. Tina donating $9 tonight. Appreciate that. Uh, appreciate Becky for subscribing. Homer James donates five saying, Mo, that song was amazing. Let's go. Shut up and light the beam. Oh my God. Luke says five bucks, Morgan. That was the best. I love this city in town. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't, Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. Wait, is that the way? No, that's daddy Wait. doesn't care. Scotty does. Why am I thinking? Is that from Austin Powers? Yeah, but isn't it? I don't isn't remember. It Scotty. I don't know. Five don't bucks. Remember. Appreciate that. Evil images. He's been a member for six months. I love this for G-Man so much. Get that man a ring. Oh, my God. It's it's insane that that's been brought up. Like I know. A championship? I'm still not there. But, like, I don't care. Like, I, I'm uh, day by day, I'm going, look, the West is wide open. The West is wide open. And I'm not trying to be like Nick here, but I, why I tr- not? I know. And, and I think... I think I've I've lost so much of my realistic takes because this team has just keep proving me yeah. wrong. And it's like, why do I even try to doubt them when they just keep showing me what they are? And again, another game faced adversity and took it away right there at the end. Uh, Torch donated five bucks. I just, oh no, I have not mentioned that. Saying that song was amazing. Great writing, Deuce. Morgan wrote some of it too. She's trying to put me over, but yes. I mean, that was like your idea. I'm an idea guy. What can I say? 
Uh, Lee donating five bucks. Will Z stat. De'Aaron Fox is one game behind Chris Webber for most 30 points game, 30 point games in a year in Sat King's history with his 24th this season. Morgan did mention that. Appreciate that. Peyton Thank you. became a member nine and two since I gifted Nick Panda Express. Yes. Ooh. Everyone buy Nick yeah. Panda Express. That is great. Let's go. Uh, speaking of the devil. Oh, Oh, no. The devil is here. The devil. He's not a devil. What's on his face? Oh, no. Let's, not uh, again. Let's go to him. The Kings win tonight. They beat the Bulls. But is it a victory if we don't catch up with Nick? Hi, Nick. Hi, Dusemo. How are you? We are so good. How are you? Good. Dusemo, fire the laser. Yeah. I like it, Nick. Did you enjoy Did that you? game? Yes. Deuce, can you do that right now? Fire the laser thing? Oh, you're right, you're right. It's his show. the laser. Fire the laser! I love that that has never gone old to Nick. And never. Like, we, yeah. we don't even, like, do it as much anymore unless Nick asks for it. So, yeah, what you Yeah, what do you like tonight, Nick? What was your I favorite like thing? Uh, I, my favorite thing is that Darren Fox shooting the winning shot in... We need the ball game. Boy, I thought Chicago was going to have us, but, you know, we won it. We're going to Brooklyn. We're going to win tomorrow. Watch out, Brooklyn. We're going to like to be right in front of you guys. Whoa. Right in front of him. You're sick, Nick. Uh, Nick, what was your reaction? I mean, were you watching the game live when Fox hit the shot? What did you do when he hit the shot? Oh, my gosh. I was so happy. I was so excited. What do you do? Do you, do you How do you celebrate? Do you jump up and down? Do you scream? What do you do? Do you run around the house? I said, let's go. That's, That's all? You just went, let's go. Foxy for the That's for the not what you talk. did. I want you to pretend like, all right, I'm going to, let's pretend like Fox hit the game winner again. We're watching the game. Me and you are watching the game, right, Nick? Okay. Okay. Well, Nick, he he's he's gonna watch through. He made it, Nick. Yeah. Oh my God. I, what jumped, did you do? I jumped. I jumped up and down, and everything. Okay. Wow. And everything. Uh, and everything. That sounds but like Nick, a lot. You know, Nick's uh, he. You know, Nick's one of those like basketball minds that he jumps up and down, but he's quickly assessing like, hey, there's How not much time. Like, yeah, he's showing off his medals right yeah. there. He's like, dude, I'm a basketball player. So he's going. Look, there's seven tenths left. How many timeouts do they have? We got we to play defense. We did nothing crazy. And I think here. his yeah. brain also went to like, why didn't this team double him? Why yeah, didn't they yeah. throw a double at him? Why didn't they double Fox? I don't know. Yeah. Just, to want, just wanted to let you guys know, Deuce and Morgan, I have a big game this Saturday. It's a special Olympics basketball tournament at uh, Folsom High School. My first game is at 9 a.m. Wow. We have to be there by 8 a.m., so I'd like to invite you guys to come out. I appreciate to watch, it. I, Saturday, to watch play. Saturday, Saturday. I think I there's, have a Stockton Kings game. There's two games. And a Sacramento Correct. game that day. So we have a Stockton game that night, and then we have to come back, watch the Sacramento game before we do night chat. But I, th I'm not going to say no, Nick. I will try my best. But we will get to a game at some point. We have to see you play because I hear this you, is our, you this get is buckets. Our this is our final basketball game of this of the year. Would you play two games? What the yeah, hell? we play. We did our VIP tournament. We had our VIP tournament, and this is our last tournament. The regionals. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Nine a.m. at Folsom. Folsom yeah, High School. Nick, yes. I'm, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try my best. Put it on the calendar here. right yeah, now. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No yeah. sleep. No sleep. Yeah. But yeah, we might have to Folsom High School nine a.m. All right, Nick. Sleep beams. Okay. You know where Folsom High School is at, right? Yes, Nick. Yeah. Know Have you heard Fulton. of Apple Maps? 
I haven't because I don't use it. I use Google Maps. Oh, I don't know why I've said that. In your face. Yes. Okay, Nick. Sleep beams. Uh, sleep beams. Hope to see you guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow on Night Chats. Bye, yes, Nick. Yes, tomorrow. Quick turnaround. Sleep beams to Nick. All right, let's check in with a Bulls fan uh, who was definitely watching this game closely tonight. But, you know, he was doing the right thing and rooting for the Kings. What's up, Manny? What's up, guys? I did do the right thing for the first time in 40 years. Yeah. What do you think of the end of that one, man? Dude, it's really like first time. I've been a Bulls fan since I was five. And it's the first time I've ever like not rooted for them in a game. And and just to be clear, Morgan, when he says since he was five, Manny's in his late 60s. So, I mean, that was a long time ago. Wow, he's 67? Yeah, I think something like that. I'm pretty sure. Manny. Yeah, so that's... I'm an old man. I am an old man. (laughs) Either way, though, that's got to feel weird, but you're probably feeling something special, really special toward this King squad then. And and that's what it is. You know, I've always... Anytime it's been the Bulls and and Sack, I've I've always... I've never rooted against Sack, but I've, I've always gone for the Bulls. But... This is a special team, guys. Like, this team in particular, we said it before, like, everybody's likable. Everybody roots for each other. They play hard. And I was saying it in a, in a Twitter space earlier is it's about damn time some of these national, quote-unquote, journalists actually have something nice to say. Like, you're supposed to be objective. Doesn't mean do your job. Like, I don't care if the teams on the West Coast, what they've done in the past. Like, nobody talks about the 80s Clippers when they talk about the Clippers, right? No one talks about Mm -hmm. how awful they were back then because every year is different. And this is a different team. And from the get-go of this season, they should have approached it accordingly and actually watched some games. And they would have seen those cuts. They would have seen those the bench players that are standing up during the whole overtime rooting for the team. They would have seen how hard they go every single game and they would have seen that specialness and they wouldn't have to be up doing the JJ Reddick tour of <laughs> apologizing now. And it's Damn. great that they, you know, like it's great. That was great. Don't get me wrong. Like I appreciate JJ owning up, but if you're a national media member yeah. and you've actually watched games, this shouldn't be anything new to you. Like you've seen them do this all year. This isn't something that well, just happened. In the last I, week. I will say this though. I think there were even people in Sacramento after the trade deadline questioning. Okay, great start. Even Mike Brown said like, hey, pre-All-Star break stuff is fun. Like, it's one thing. Yeah. But once you come out of the gate post-All-Star break, especially with how late it is when you got 20-something games left, how are you going to handle things? And the Kings have come out of this at 9-2. and They're playing great basketball, right? Like, the offense is unbelievable. So I get it, but I hear you too, and I feel like the Kings are getting more and more respect. I didn't get the Mm -hmm. sense that this year it felt like the narrative was bad after the Sabonis trade, right? Immediately. Yeah, yeah. But really, since the Kings got some love, it was like, oh, this is a great story. The Kings are going to end the drought. But as this season has gone on, it's like, oh, wait, are they really staying in two or three? I think people are going, maybe this is a little more real than we anticipate because of how wide open the West is. Yep. I put a Kendrick Perkins tweet on the screen. He just tweeted, y'all keep thinking something sweet about the Kings. I repeat, this Sacramento Kings team, they're going to the Western Conference Finals this year. Carry the hell on. Zach Lowe's giving them love. Michael Wilbon on PTI the other day after that Bucks game was like, dude, I... The Kings are legit. I hope we see the Bucks and Kings in the finals. What? I was like, uh, yeah, that right. that right. there's there's things that like keep surprising me that people say, but then again, I'm like, 
why this team keeps surprising me. They keep proving me wrong in so many different ways. Why can't I just believe? And maybe it's because of the, the 16 years of shit basketball, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, I don't know. It is possible to take a leap like this, I guess, whether you have. Well, look, the Suns did it a few years yeah. back where you're like, where did this team come from? They got yep. Chris you know Paul what? and they, wow, they totally changed everything. You know, I'm not, I'm still not there yet. Like the playoffs are a different game and yeah. it's fine. I'm not even, to me, the Kings are going to be a problem. And it's not outrageous now to say they could get to the conference finals. It's not. It's really not because of how talented this team is offensively. They are difficult to stop. The Bucks, they it was tough. They had to go down to the end of the game with the Kings. Tonight, a Bulls team that plays good defense, that was tough. I mean, we've seen them perform pretty well, especially after this break. You know what's great, too, is like you go into the season, right? They had the, uh, the preseason. You're like, ah, if we get 35 right wins, be good. Yeah. So then, it, then here comes the middle. Here comes the beginning of the the season. You're like, ah, oh, maybe they can do a little bit more. And then you get to the All Star break. You're like, huh? I wonder what else they can do. And it's like this is what it's 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 that when you have something that just keeps getting better and better and better, and it's like it keeps exceeding expectations. That's how you get this big build up, and that's how you get this like all this excitement. And now you're like, I can't wait for the playoffs. I can't wait to see what they do. And even you said it before, like if they lose in the first round, there, there's no, there's no bad side to any of this. Like, yes, you yeah. want them to go farther, obviously, but it's all stepping stones into the future, and you can see the core of this, and you can see where this is going. And it's like, dude, it's, it, it, it rem- I, I hope this never happens. I'm not trying to jinx, but like that, it reminds me so much of the Derrick Rose led bulls team not not necessarily the way they play and everything but that excitement where they put all these pieces together and you had this exciting point guard and there were the pieces behind it and you could see that if everybody stays healthy and everybody does what they're supposed to do this is sustainable for years on i for years all right one thing before i let you go manny because we have other people to hop on would you have blown would official manny oh no i know you're a bulls (laughs) fan are you blowing the whistle on the derozan attempt where Barnes might have lightly, no, might have he, lightly touched did, though. DeRozan's arm hair. See, here's where I would in 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 that split second where you don't have instant replay. I understood why he blew the whistle. Yeah, when they went to the when he went to the monitor for the first three angles that they showed, I'm like, oh, he didn't touch him. He didn't touch him. But then I saw that one angle where I'm like, ah, oh, he might have brushed him. It He's would have so been hard to overturn that. There you God, go. I hated that call. I hated that there call. Well, Manny, thanks for checking in, dude. <laughs> Love you guys. Man. Love you, man. Love you, There's Manny. Manny. Also, keep an eye on what's happening with the Warriors right now. They're down 10 with like a minute to go. Steph Curry has 50 points. But cool. it's Steph Curry, and that's about it. And they're about to lose to the Clippers. So, yeah. I'm not wor- Book it. I ain't worried about the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Wiggins ain't coming back anytime soon. If he's not coming back... They're flawed. It's so funny. It's they're flawed. So there's still a team to me where it's like, well, they've proven me wrong for so many years and so many different times that I doubted them. I just have a hard time doing that if in if and when they make the postseason, I guess. Be late to the party. I will. Be that's, late to the damn party, Morgan that's, Reagan. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, let's check in on let's go Twitter spaces for the first time tonight. Uh Cayman, what is up? How you doing tonight on this Wednesday, Wednesday. night? Game in. Are you there? 
You unmuted yourself. Oh, step one. You know, it's Twitter spaces can be so weird sometimes. I you know. know what I mean, so while while you're kind of waiting, the Kendrick Perkins tweet. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he says a lot of things. He does. I, I mean, I yeah. It is funny though when people like they change the narrative and want to get on board with Sacramento instead of just shitting on them. Yeah. But I, I'll take. I I like it. I I like it. I'd rather have it that way. I came in. Try to request a talk again. We'll try to get to you. Let's go to Heart of a Gamer. Who writes incredible songs? And gives us song ideas. Oh to, yeah! To what is up, heart of a gra- gamer? Hey, Deuce and Mo. Oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. Oh. That song that you guys performed, fantastic. <laughs> okay, you are amazing. How do you? So this guy, he will say a song on our one of our shows, and then you end up writing a whole bunch of lyrics. How do you write lyrics so fast? Oh, it's just a lot of extra time and uh, just inspiration from you guys, really, well, truly. It's, it's funny because someone accused you of using chat GPT. Yeah. But th- those are all original? No, all original. I know that stuff is going around. This is all original That's, stuff. That, it's impressive. Anyway, he writes quick songs. It's insane. By the way, one description <laughs> that Chris Wright tweeted out uh, your song, Shut Up and Light the Bean Morgan. Yeah. And said, this is the best thing ever. It's so catchy and so cringy, yes. but so beautiful all at the same time. More of this, please. Well said, Chris. Well said. I don't, I, I'm offended by him saying it, it was cringy. Why? No, it's it. That's what it is. It's like dramatic. It's like yeah. oh, but like ah. Uh. Okay. It's it's the space between. It's yeah. the space between. You got to find that space, yeah. and that's where you got to live. That's where it's beautiful, you know. All right. But okay. um, in any case, I wanted to just really quickly. Uh, first of all, you guys are doing a great job. Game was amazing tonight. I was inspired. I wrote a limerick, if you guys would allow me to. Who doesn't like a good limerick? What's a limerick? (laughs) It's a a poem, right? right? Got it. Okay. It's a a poem. What's the structure of a limerick? I don't remember the structure. It's it's rhyme. It's, uh, I forget the numbers, but it's like, uh, well, just let me just. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. In a game against the Bulls, so hype. The Kings had Fox, their clutch player, on site. With a minute to go, he stepped up and put on a show and sealed the victory with a beam of light. Yeah! That's a limerick. See, right there. Cringe. Cringy. But, right, right in the but, middle. But it wasn't like, cringy to me. I liked it. No, it's like, but I totally, I understand the middle, the middle ground of things, and I loved it because I'm a Kings fan, one. But two, I love that you have so much time to just write this stuff, so thank you. Well, thanks for the inspiration, guys. Uh, have a good night. Dude, we Bye. inspire you. Cool, man. I appreciate that. That's cute. If you have not yet, the biggest thing you can do if you're on YouTube right now is hit the like button, hit the thumbs up button, and subscribe. It just helps our channel grow. If you're on Twitch, hit the follow button, too. Appreciate that. Uh, let's go next to Kevin. Kevin, welcome in to Night Chat. What is up, Kev? Kevo. What is up? Hi, Kev. Oh, there he is. Oh, there we go. There we go. Sorry, I was muted for a second. You guys got me? We got Got you. you. What's up, dude? Okay. Well, again, you guys are doing a fantastic job. Thanks so much for hosting this. Um, Yeah, fantastic game. Uh, You know, it's so strange being a Kings fan and watching the team over the past 15, 20 years and going into a second half on the road being down 10 and just thinking, you know, I feel pretty good about this game. I feel pretty good about this game. I mean, it's very strange thinking that um, with Fox, remember last year he was missing free throws, 
you know, with one second left, team loses. He was getting stripped by Lou Dort. They go the other way. You know, OKC beats the Kings. Fox was almost getting a reputation for being unclutch, and all of a sudden now, he's by far the most clutch player in the NBA. It's just such a remarkable and amazing transformation to watch. He's just been such a treat. Yeah, and next up, oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, guys. One thing on on what you're saying too is down ten. It was such a weird game where they played like shit. It felt like in the first quarter they're down five. Yeah, at at the half it didn't look good. They're down ten, and you're like. God, they're not playing well. If they put any good stretch of basketball, they could steal this game, and they did. But go ahead with your next point. For sure. And the Bulls were hot from from three in the first, and they cooled off a little bit. That helped, too. Um, I just wanted to bring up Monty McNair because, uh, you know, the the Kings kind of slumped into the All-Star break. Uh, Their, like, last 10 uh, record wasn't great going into the All-Star break. And and I think a lot of Kings fans, including myself, we're disappointed with the trade deadline. Um, you saw a lot of other Western Conference teams make some big moves. Um, they also were pretty active on the buyout market. And Monty McNair just doubled down and said, hey, uh, you know, we made a lot of moves in the last year, and we like the continuity. We like the chemistry. And, I mean, and, and that right there is just, like, why he's, in my opinion, the executive of the year. Because you look at all these other teams in the Western Conference, uh, you look at the Clippers. You look at uh, uh, Denver. You look at Dallas. They made some. They made some big moves, whether it be via trade or via the buyout market. And uh, you know, it's been kind of up and down for those teams. Um, and then you look at you look at the Kings, who've been the hottest team in the West since the All Star break, and it's just been all about that chemistry and all about that continuity. And I think that that's just been such a huge, such a huge storyline um, this season for the squad. And finally, I just wanted to, I got two things before I go. I know I'm talking a lot. Wanted to talk about the pickup of Walker Kessler. Wow. I mean, <laughs> Kessler Edwards, if they picked up Walker sorry, Kessler, 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 that could Kessler change Edwards. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he's a good player. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kessler Edwards, excuse me. Um, I mean, his defense at just 22 years old, I mean, looks like the real deal. And he is, uh, you know, he's got a lot of confidence. I mean, he's, he's not shy to shoot the three. I know his numbers weren't good today, but I just like how he's catching and shooting, you know, full of confidence. I don't really mind the misses at this point, but that defense is just incredible. I think it's going to be huge for this team down the stretch and, and in the years to come. Lastly, mm. I am from Vancouver, B.C. I'm coming to my first Kings game next week ever. Yeah. For it. yeah, I'm super stoked, and I was wondering – do you guys know, because I'm going to get there a, a day before they're going to be playing Utah on the road, what's a good spot to, uh, to watch a Kings game? And, uh, mm. and where, where can I buy a cowbell? Oh, my that's gosh. That's all I got. Wow. Uh, that's a great <laughs> question. I appreciate you uh, checking in, Kevin. Um, the cowbell? I th- they might have a cowbell at the team store, no? Like a small yeah. cowbell yeah, yeah. at the team store? Team store, which is like located on the arena. Yeah. So just I'm, go in the Doco area. As far as a good place to watch the game, I don't know what type of vibes you're in, right? But I think right now there's a lot of good spots you can go to. The one that always comes to mind uh, is Public House right there. Oh, yeah. On there's J just and so 15th. many is TVs. J- is that 16th? And- 16th. Yeah, 16th. And uh, L. And L, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little tired, guys. Sorry, guys. It's just like it's it's easy. It yeah. works for everyone, kind of thing. It's a good it's a yeah. good spot in town. Like you can it's there's like, others. You can there's other places you can go around there too. I don't know. Hop around a little bit, but the, you know they have a ton of TVs. Yeah. Um, maybe some other people have an idea of where you should go. Um, going back to what he had to say about Monty McNair. Yeah. 
I I loved his point about like, look, Monty McNair felt super confident in what he had. You know, did he want to make a move? We don't. We yeah, don't know. they wanted to make a move. They just couldn't get something done, and they couldn't get something done, and something done that wasn't going to break apart what they have right now, and what they have right now. Um, is more special than what I thought it was even going to be at that trade deadline. I was like, well, if they're not going to, they're barely going to make the playoffs this year. Why not just make sure you're better for next year? And it's like, they believed and they are. Yeah. I, I think he deserves executive of the year. I think Mike Brown deserves coach of the year. I think it's been a dramatic turnaround. Dramatic. And great. They've changed everything. Yeah. The culture's changed. They're winning games. They have one of the most prolific offenses we've seen. It's not just a cute story. It's literally what they're doing in the NBA as real professional athletes, best players in the best team, you know, league in the world. Like where they are is just absolutely incredible. And they deserve all of that love for real. Yeah. Insane. Uh, Chris says, did he say he was coming to Sacramento to watch a road game in Utah? I'm confused. No, he's here in town, but he, he... He's coming from Vancouver, right? Yeah. When he gets here, the Kings are on the road. He's coming to the the first home game back, which I think would be Boston. Is that Boston? Boston. Yeah, the 21st. That's a good game to go to. Yeah, it is. Go smash the Celtics. Yeah. Yep. So the 20th, just watch the Jazz from whatever bar, and then the Celtics game on the 20th, smash the Celtics. Well, I mean, that's a possibility with the way that the Celtics keep going down, down, down. A little banged up, a little bit. Marcus Smart talking about his ankles. Like, I'm not defending as well. My ankle's been a problem. That's some tough losses. We jumped ahead. <laughs> Kings can be anybody. Anybody. They got the Nets coming up tomorrow. Hello? K- Kamen's oh, hey, here this hey, time. Hey, hey. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we yeah. got you. What's up, dude? <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. So this is my first time calling in to do some mail. Shout I was out. telling my friends tonight, like, I was like, if we win this game, I'm calling in to do some mail. I'm flexing on people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love it. Um, so I'm in Chicago. I'm from Sacramento, but in Chicago. And I've gone to the Kings Bulls the past three years. I go to Kings Milwaukee uh, every year as well. And I've never seen a win on the road. Uh, so today I came in confident. We were ready. Uh, you know, down 10 in that first half. At halftime, I was like, damn. But I... At halftime, we were down 10. I hopped on DraftKings. I put 50 bucks on the Kings. My friend, my friend put 100 bucks on the Kings. And I was like, we're making some money tonight. We're not losing this game. Like, I was like, we're, we got to be confident. We're going to win this. So, you know, uh, it just feels so good watching the Kings and knowing that we're, you know. So not, really only, saw, not, not only did you see them win in person tonight, you saw De'Aaron Fox game winner. You're on with Deuce mm-hmm. and Mo. What a time. And you made some money tonight. Give me a hell it's yeah. A win. It's a win. <laughs> exactly. Let's go. It's a, it's a great situation. It's it's literally the best. I'm I'm so I'm so proud of this team. Oh. I was also one of those people when we didn't make any moves on the trade deadline. I was a little disappointed, a little out of it, but the past couple weeks have just been incredible. So I'm so excited for, for what's coming next. Uh I, I booked my flight to Sacramento. I'll be there for, for the event on the 14th with you guys. So oh, I'm, I'm so excited okay. for all this. You're stuff. putting some pressure on me because, Why? you know, we, we're, we're, 
How right. many tickets are we going to have available for this? You said 100 and what? 140, 150, this guy's maybe? coming from out of town. Yeah. Well, we make you sure. might need to pump that up. People are people Dude. are coming in for this. Like I, People are hyped. You know, we, we, <laughs> there's a capacity for this place. But that's fine. So here's what I've, I said We're to Morgan. If, if this goes well, we can do, and there's the, a demand for this event. If the Kings continue in the playoffs, we'll do another live event at a larger venue. You got to remember, this is our first live event. And it's hard to gauge. It's so, it's so hard to gauge like how many people will you like want to commit up. and come out. Yeah, like we were looking at a larger theater at one point that held like three, close to four hundred. I'm like, that's just too for me. It's too much right now. Yeah, it's like it's like, and like, that would be a big financial and, commitment for us to yeah. make at this point. And it's like we want to be sure that you know the demand is there for that. And maybe I'm just there's, naive. No, but. there's famous comedians all the time that try to sell out places and they don't. And they're it's famous. But it's a, we, it's a, this is a community. This, thing, and though, no, so and that's, and that's right? why I like the intimate setting though, too. Yeah. With and that's, the community. That's the other thing is like the, for the first one, I want the hardcore of hardcore fans yeah. to be there. You know what I mean? That those the people who like been gonna with gonna us. Be fine. Okay. All right. It's going to be <laughs> literally like, we're yeah, just fine. So, so thank you. I'm so excited for you to, to meet you at the event. It's going to be great. I, I'm so excited for that. I'm, I'm just so excited for the playoffs. Like, this is, uh, I'm, I'm 27. I, you know, I saw the Kings back in the playoffs, like, when I was a literal child. And now it's, <laughs> it's all coming back. I've been in the Midwest for, like, 10 years now, getting crap from everyone from all over the country. And now it feels good to, you know, kind of get back to people a little bit. I'm, I'm here for it. Well, I'm excited for you, man. And hopefully we uh, see you in Sacramento soon. Thanks so much, dude. Yeah, thank you. Have a awesome. good night. Yeah, you too. Appreciate you checking in. Uh, in the chat, Christopher says, bro, 140 is low. Okay. Uh, PK Toad says, Deuce is overwhelmed. I'm not, I'm not overwhelmed. Oh, my God. Uh, Deuce is stressed. I'm not stressed at all. I'm feeling good. Are you guys trying to troll me right now? I'm good. great. Good. I'm excited for the event. I just, just when, when you're doing chill. your first event. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's tough to get a gauge on, like, all right. I mean, because we're a two-person team trying to figure out hey. what's the right venue. And it's... Hey, I used to be an event planner. It's Everything's going to be great. Yeah. Trust the event planner. I, I'll trust I was an intern at an event you. planning company. Uh, let's check in. Uh, we got one more to get to. And then we got to look ahead to the Nets game. Okay? Sounds good. Um, what's up, King's Next Level, a.k.a. Buddha? What up, Buddha? Buddha. King's next level. Oh, my fault. You can hear me now? Yeah, we got you. We got you. Okay, we locked, man. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? We're good. We're good. Oh, my God. That shot. Like, I start, but I ain't going to start with the shot. I'm going to start with the song that uh, y'all dropped. That was amazing. Oh, my God. I think y'all deserve a award for best live podcast. Uh. (laughs) For real. Appreciate that. that. Appreciate that. You're way too kind, Buddha. Yeah, I don't know which one's better, so I'm just gonna plead the fifth on that one. But, uh, that that um, the shut up and light the beam was way better because see, I can't sing, but and that's Morgan can sing. you're a performer. I'm like <laughs> I'm, cr- I'm the in between of cringe and and good. No, is what you. People... It's scary, like how good of a singer you okay. are, especially when you don't have any like train. You've never trained for it. It's a natural thing, and. If you got some vocal coaching, we're gonna you would ta- hey, be... we're gonna take singing lessons this summer. Okay, I'm thinking about it. Okay, okay, Buddha, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep tuning up them pipes, but yeah, um, yeah, Fox. Like I said, that was a big time shot, man. Like I, like he said, he is fucking nice. 
Like, oh my God, yes. this guy is amazing. And like, he finally got help. And it's a bonus. He's an all-time great big man, to be honest, because with these uh, triple doubles that he's getting, mm. he's top three all-time now. So like, that's all-time greatness right now. We just waiting for everything else to manifest. So yeah, I think we're going to be looking great. We got the shooters around them. And then we got to just keep improving our defense, but that just takes time. And I don't know. I like the way that Edwards was guarding uh, DeRozan tonight. Like, he wanted to hit that shot, but if he was looking at his defense, like, he was the perfect matchup with DeRozan. Like, he had him on clamps. He, like, literally couldn't move when Edwards was on him. So, I don't know. I think I think we the sky's the limit. So, we lit. Dude. We yeah. lit like the beam. Like the beam. Like the beam. It, it Thanks, is. Buddha. Thanks, Buddha. Dude. Yeah. Um, Sky is the limit this year. It is. And it's going to be fascinating once things change in the playoffs. I do think teams are trying to throw different things at De'Aaron at this yeah. point. And, you know, even that Bucks game, I'm like, man, they threw some different things. He took some threes. He took 12 threes. It's like he had 35 points tonight. 32 points. It's He's doing it every night. He's, I mean, he's is, finding ways to still put up buckets. Like, and I know, I know Mike Brown wants him to do it all four quarters. And, you know, that's something that – there we go. There we go. That's something that will develop over time. You know, like he's taken so many leaps um, with his leadership, his scoring ability, everything. But, like, being consistent throughout four quarters, that will be the next leap whenever. Well, next up for the Sacramento Kings, right back at it tomorrow night in Brooklyn, second night of a back-to-back Taking on a Nets team that just lost, Morgan. They just lost to Oklahoma City, by the way. OKC, dude. Scary talented. Like, they are scary talented. They're in the playing race. But, yeah, um, Brooklyn has been interesting since making the trade. You move on from Kyrie. You move on from KD. And they've got a fun group out they there, do. man. Mikel Bridges is playing some great basketball. Nick Claxton being big in the middle. I mean, where the Brooklyn Nets are even blocks per game, I think they lead the league. And, you know, you talk about the Kings against some of these long teams. Well, you got Mikel Bridges who can play on both sides of the ball and then Claxton in the middle. And you have other guys that can defend yeah, you and are long. You mentioned Claxton since the break. 2.3 blocks a game. Mikel Bridges since the All-Star break. And... The, the Nets, just to be clear, they're five and six since the All-Star break. But they're long. They get after they it. They're going to play hard. Up. Yeah, you. they've been a little up and down at times. Mm -hmm. But uh, Bridges is a problem. He's averaging 26 points a game, shooting 49%, 43.5% from three. He's getting to the free throw line, also doing it. You know what he does defensively. Dinwiddie in his return has been pretty solid for them, scoring not super efficient as they would like. Cam Johnson, who was injured pretty much the entire season for Phoenix, is contributing. They they have a deep team. They have a long team. And it's it's second I have a back-to-back, -to -back too. Like, it's obviously not going to be easy. Yeah. I I was worried about tonight's game. Um, I could say a little bit more worried about tomorrow night's yeah. game. Just on the road against, a, a, a you know, some good players. Um, also, we should note this, too, because you mentioned the second I have a back-to-back. Like, yeah. De'Aaron Fox, like, the ankle was being looked at at one point. And, yeah. You know, he came back in the game and obviously had the game winner. But, I don't know, is that a concern on the second I have a back-to-back? How does that look, like, uh, after a flight to Brooklyn? Is well, he going to go? I don't know. Trey I Lyles will be back, right? Trey Lyles will be back to hey. the one-game suspension. Um, I was just want to look at their numbers after the All-Star break yeah. from the offensive and defensive rating. 
Um, offensive rating since the break. Wow. They're 28th in offensive rating. And defensive rating, where are they at? Where is Brooklyn There they are. They're at 16. 16. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those games. I just, you, you turn on the NBA nowadays, every night, it's just talent. There's talent everywhere. And so... It's not going to be an easy game on the second half of back-to-back, but Kings are playing well, and their offense showed tonight. It'll keep them in games. They get it going. And pushing through. Good luck. And pushing through. But they have a t- you know, they have all that length, all those wings. That's where it gets a little Well, we've seen we've seen yeah. that matchup for them be the thing that alters their offense. And so you just, uh, again, it's a whole different game in the postseason. So how can you keep learning from your mistakes against these long teams um, to keep playing your game playing through them what a night what, what a, a night, night for the sacramento kings and guess what we're back at it tomorrow night on night chat hey. we're gonna be live again we're actually live in the morning too on our daily show on sacktown sports that's at 11 from 11 to 2 but we got the kings nets tomorrow so tomorrow night we'll be live after the game for another night chat hope you guys can join us spread the word Give us some love. Make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe. If you're on the audio side, make sure you drop us a review on the Apple Podcast uh, Store or on Spotify. We love you guys, but we got to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your night. Sleep beans. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know. Deuce and Mo. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.